Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. In today's episode, we will be studying Chapter 6, Text 8 of Bhagavad Gita. Scholarship sounds realization is useless. <coughs> Alright, we'll say the prayers first and then continue with the verse. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Raita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha he Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vanchakal Putarubhyascha Kripasindhubhya evacha patitanam bhavane bhyo vaishnave bhyo namo namaha Namo om vishnu padaya krishna prishthaya bhutale srimate bhakti vedanta swaminitinamine Namaste saraswati deve gauravani pracharine nirvisesha sunyavadi Paschatya deshatarine jay shri krishna chaitanya Prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhara shri vasadi gaurabhakta vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare So today's verse is 6.8 of Bhagavad Gita Please repeat after me word by word and then we will do line by line and then we will proceed with the translation in purport Jnana Vijnana Tripta Atma Uta Stha Vijita Indriya Yukta Iti Uchyate Yogi Sama Loshtra Ashma Kanchana second okay <clears throat> so please repeat after me line by line jnana vijnana triptatma kotastho vijitendriya Yukta ityuchate yogi Samaloshtrasma kanchanaha 
ज्ञान विज्ञान तृप्तात्मा कूटस्थो विजितेन्द्रिय युक्त इुच्यते योगी समलोष्ट्राश्मकांचन सो ज्ञान बै एक्वायर्ड नॉलेज विज्ञान एंड रियलाइज्ड नॉलेज तृप्त सैटिस्फाइड आत्मा अ लिविंग एंटिटी कूटस्थ स्पिरिचुअली सिचुएटेड विजित इंद्रिया सेंशुअली कंट्रोल युक्त कंपीटेंट फॉर सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन इति दस उच्यते इज सेड योगी अ मिस्टिक समा इक्विपॉइज लोष्ट्रा पेबल्स अश्मा स्टोन कांचन गोल्ड translation a person is said to be established in self realization and is called a yogi or mystic when he is fully satisfied um by virtue of acquired knowledge and re- realization such a person is situated in transcendence and is self controlled he sees everything whether it be pebbles stones or gold as the same interesting because loshtra paradravyeshu loshtravat i don't know if you know that verse so niti shastra of chanakya pandit uh, loshtra there is translated as garbage here it's pebbles um uh, well there's not much difference between garbage and pebbles i mean basically it's like worthless hmm. the other word here is kuta kuta here is translated as spiritually situated and if you take this verse in fact in many places it is spiritually situated something like to do with spiritual life let's take this one kuta dharmeshu means involving in f- practice of falsehood kuta dharmeshu means falsehood So if I search the word kuta kutastha okay 2.20 purport sometimes the soul is called steady or kutastha so kutastha means steady that's one word um 6 8 we have seen 12 3 and 4 kutastham unchanging but kuta dharmesh means falsehood kuta dharma so i don't know exactly how um seems to be having a few meanings so here also kutastha in oneness so it is taking on these different flavors of meanings kuta in multitudes why you see chitrakoot chitrakoota that was the place where ram ram ramchandra bhagwan went um kuta in multitudes yeah actually yeah well, let's see another instance kutaha okay this is different kala kuta kala kuta means of poison 
हियर कूटा मीन्स डेंस और कालकोटेक्चुअली just to this is how we study so uh we get an idea of those words when you're not sure ashma is quite ashma is stone it's quite clear kanchana is gold everything else is quite kuta and uh, lostra interesting especially kuta so like that you can just get an idea of where else it is used and how it is used and how many different flavors of meanings it takes and which when what should be used and all that we need to learn all that but this is not to evaluate shri prabhupad that is a big that will be a big mistake this is to see prabhupad cannot be wrong so when he is translating it so okay so then we can just understand from that okay how different in different ways in different contexts this word is used okay if you have learned any word any verse with a word which is you are seeing in a in this verse then you can just like connect it there okay this was used in that sense in that context so like that in that way we will make those connections in our brain uh, and that is useful actually okay so we'll read again the translation a person is said to be established in self realization and is called a yogi or mystic when he is fully satisfied by virtue of acquired knowledge and realization such a person is situated in transcendence and is self controlled he sees everything whether it be pebbles stone or gold as the same purport book knowledge without realization of the supreme truth is useless this is stated as follows ata shri krishna namadi na bhave grahyam indriyai सेवन्मुखे जिह्वाद स्वयम स्फुरा नो वन कैन अंडरस्टैंड ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेचर ऑफ द नेम फॉर्म क्वालिटी एंड पास टाइम्स ऑफ श्री कृष्ण थ्रू हिज मेटीरियली कंटेमिनेटेड सेंसेस ओनली वेन वन बिकम स्पिरिचुअली सैचुरेटेड बाई ट्रांसेंडेंटल सर्विस टू द लॉर्ड आर द ट्रांसेंडेंटल नेम फॉर्म क्वालिटी एंड पास टाइम्स ऑफ द लॉर्ड रिवील टू हिम भक्ति रसामृत सिंधु वन डॉट टू डॉट टू हंड्रेड थर्टी फोर नाउ आई वॉन्ट to how shall proper connected this you see he says book knowledge without realization of the supreme truth is useless to prove that point he quoted this verse where does it say book knowledge in the verse and you know realization what is this how is it even connected the connection is na bhavet grahyam indriyai when we talk about book knowledge we're talking about our intellectual understanding intellect means the intelligence and all these are the working uh, organisms in our body whether phys- uh, gross or subtle gross we have the five senses we of course have the body uh, but we also have the mind and intelligence which belong to the subtle body and they also are incapable 
of capturing the Lord. Nothing material can capture the Lord. So Nabhavet Graham Indra. So bookish knowledge is com- is is um, basically his meaning, just with our intelligence, we cannot understand. Realization means when we actually uh, that realization depends on Krishna, actually. Uh, when we engage in service, that's when realization comes. So Nabhavet Graham Indra. So that is where the bookish knowledge is connected to. So we need to see, not blindly read, when we are reading Prabhupada's books, we need to note these things. So he used book knowledge without realization and then he used these words, which is Atasri Krishna Nama, his name, Krishna's name and all that. So this is how the, we have to understand how Srila Prabhupada is using a verse in which context. Sometimes I see some so-called Prabhupada Anugas who find it odd when uh, suppose we are showing a verse from the 11th canto and the translation of the verse is in one way but then in the Chaitanya Charitamrita now 11th canto was not translated by Srila Prabhupada and in the Chaitanya Charitamrita maybe that same verse from the 11th canto was used and actually it it happened a few times many many verses are uh, quoted like that in Chaitanya Charitamrita now that translation and the 11th canto translation in the Bhagavatam don't look alike. Sometimes look very different on, on the surface of it. And I have seen sometimes devotees make the mistake of Oh, you see how much they have changed. But actually, that's not a change. It's exactly the same meaning. It's just different context. How Shri Prabhupada presented it in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And for that matter, Shri Prabhupada's own translations of a same verse in the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam and the Chaitanya Charitamrita are different. According to the context, Srila Prabhupada adjusted, I mean not adjusted, it is not adjustment, it is, you need to know how to use a verse in a context and it may not be exactly the exact word to word, the repeated translation, no. And that's how Srila Prabhupada actually uh, translated some of his own verses in a different way. So we need to note these subtle nuances and see how a verse can be applied in different contexts and how it can also mean this, it can also mean this, it can also mean that. So these kind of things, insights, we have to pay close attention when we are reading Srila Prabhupada's books. Not simply fight, oh you see, oh this is all, oh they have changed. You know, just baseless arguments. And sometimes, why I am telling you this, because we are having sometimes to waste our valuable time explaining to people who are so-called Prabhupada Nugas, who are really, you know, fanatic of, you know, I mean, it's good to be fanatic about Prabhupada, to be, um, to be, um, I mean, uh, for Prabhupada, anything for Prabhupada. But then, you have to be sensible, you know, you have to be sensible, you should know how Prabhupada himself used these verses in different, different ways. So, without that, without such, uh, because, see, when you read regularly, then you will notice all these things. If you don't read, then it is hard to catch these things. And, you know, for one who is not experienced in reading and studying Prabhupada's books closely and scrutinizingly, they won't see all these things. And even when Prabhupada says something here and there, conversations over, he is actually gleaning the that insight from one some verses in the 
so we need to think okay oh which verse he used here which so just we have to apply our intelligence a little more then we will see a lot of um, treasures in shri prabhupada's books okay note that so no one can understand the transcendental name nature of the name form quality and pastimes of shri krishna through his materially contaminated senses only when one becomes spiritually saturated by transcendental service to the lord are the transcendental name form quality and pastimes of the lord revealed to him sevam mukhe hi jihvado beginning with the tongue so thinking of the tongue means chanting his name and you know eating krishna prasadam and everything else all the services so once we, that means in other words just by reading alone is not enough of course that is also part of devotional service hearing but also we have to engage our senses in service because we can't hear like parishit maharaj 24/7 huh like parishit maharaj he heard from sukadev goswami for you know completely 7 8 days and nights without interruption so we have no such qualification so we at other times we have to engage in other ways hmm. so when we have the service attitude yes then the realizations will come practical realizations so whatever said in the book actually realize it paresh hmm. anubhava it is called <coughs> so this bhagavad gita is the science of krishna consciousness no one can become krishna conscious simply by mundane scholarship one must be fortunate enough to associate with a person who is in pure consciousness a, a krishna conscious person has realized knowledge by the grace of krishna because he is satisfied with pure devotional service by realized knowledge one becomes perfect by transcendental knowledge one can remain steady in his convictions but by mere academic knowledge one can be easily deluded and confused by apparent contradictions important point we will we will repeat that again this is so important you see by realized knowledge one becomes perfect by transcendental knowledge one can remain steady in his convictions but by mere academic knowledge one can be easily deluded and confused by apparent contradictions now when we are talking about academic knowledge we are not just talking about the the material education but even we are especially talking about the study of bhagavad gita itself now what is transcendental knowledge and academic knowledge hmm both i mean both on the material education field that is also academic knowledge even here also if one approaches bhagavad gita with his academic strength he is going to be confused and deluded this is not to be approached in that manner yes there is intelligence we should use to logically reflect on the teachings yes but we must first do it submissively under the guidance of the spiritual master pure devotee of krishna then yes we will understand our intelligence will be you know fruitful otherwise our intelligence itself will be our enemy because it is we think we are too smart with our intelligence we think we can figure out things and you know yeah you know what i know sanskrit you know uh, i'll figure out you know i'm way too smart you know if i th- <laughs> if i think like that then that will become actually our enemy 
our intelligence will become our enemy like for example uh, a, <laughs> a knife uh, in a in the hands of a skilled fighter a sword is a is a uh, amazing or formidable weapon but the same sword and he i mean the the, the or even a stick for example you have seen people you know turning the twirling the stick like a staff and you know <laughs> do all this in martial arts so in the hand of a expert it looks beautiful it is effective you can actually hit people with that if you are fighting with it but in the hands of a novice who doesn't know anything he turns it and he'll hit his own head and you know he'll fall down and <laughs> these things are going to happen so the same stick the same hand our own hand our own stick will become our enemy and hit us instead of hitting the other person so in the hand of an expert yes um, so a person who is not trained who is ill trained um in a spiritual discipline and who does not have a guru and who even if he has a guru then he does not surrender to him or follow his instructions uh, then we have a problem you know so that academic knowledge that academic approach to bhagavad gita will utterly fail and there are so many sanskrit scholars who have written on the bhagavad gita but useless they do not even understand although they are sanskrit experts Hmm. So this is we need a uh, the mercy of the guru, Guru Krishna Prasad Pai, and the other verse is what Yasadeva Parabhakti Yathadeva Tatha Guru Tasyaithe Kathitha Hiyartha Prakashante Mahatmana. This is in the Shvetashvatar Upanishad. It is said that one who has unflinching faith in the Guru and Krishna, a bona fide guru, not some idiot, bona fide guru coming in the parampara, pure devotee of Krishna. nobody else not somebody who's on saffron cloth and beady smoking no so that kind of pure devotee if we have uh, his grace yes we can understand hmm. so it is the realized soul who is actually self controlled because he is surrendered to krishna he is transcendental because he has nothing to do with mundane scholarship for him mundane scholarship and mental speculation which may be as good as gold to others are of no greater value than pebbles or stones rajeshwari mataji is asking can say gyana vigyana and vidya prabhuji no vidya is also actually uh, spiritual knowledge material knowledge is actually avidya hmm it is uh, it is a necessary skill maybe hmm to do certain thing but vidya means actually knowledge vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavyahastini real knowledge so vidya and gyana is actually same sometimes vidya is used for my mundane education that is a kind of skill it is also vidya but it is a very inferior vidya in fact it is in the nature of avidya it becomes avidya when it is not connected with krishna it becomes avidya so <clears throat> for him mundane scholarship 
which may be as good as gold to others are of no greater value than pebbles or stones Christo Dorie a, a Sanskrit big scholar paid so much attention to pronunciation as if it's the topmost importance yeah they are very much worried about these things rather than the real meaning of it and not only the meaning but to follow the instruction and even how to follow so we need the guidance of a guru hmm. so sanskrit scholarship will not help it will help to an extent it will only help everything will help with the mercy of guru and krishna it's like shri prabhupada said material qualifications are like big big zeros you can put a hundred zeros it will still be the value value will be zero only but if you add a one to the left of them now whatever zeros are there they will become multiplied by 10 and 10 and 10 and 10 so one followed by 100 zeros is like immediately with that one one and in the beginning everything becomes multiplied exponentially unimaginable so similarly everything that is unconnected with krishna or not connected with krishna disconnected sorry with krishna is a big zero so sanskrit scholarship is a zero but with krishna consciousness with submissiveness uh, it it is useful it is not that it is completely useless in with krishna's with prabhupada's blessings yeah whatever of course we don't we are not here to become sanskrit scholars but if one has a scholarship or something whatever skill we have like some people already have say engineering skills some people have um art skill like they can draw uh, some people have um you know they can dress the deities very nicely you know they are very good at hair dressing and all these things so all these things i mean some people can cook very nicely now is cooking a good skill is it vidya or avidya well by itself it is avidya it is zero but you add krishna oh it becomes immediately 10 Uh, because it can be used in krishna service then becomes valuable ah uh, cooking for krishna yeah otherwise if i am expert cook and i am you know like what is that famous gordon ramsay there is a famous chef i don't know if you know world famous chef what he cooks every damn thing so uh, that is useless in fact it is a that kind of a skill takes him more down towards hell because not only is he cooking he is showing many millions of people how to cook meat So not only is he going to hell, he is showing other others also how to go to hell. So for this, his he the the reaction that is going to get is even multiplied ten million times. So in this way, it becomes exponential failure. Whereas here it is exponential success. So that is how everything should be. So Krishna consciousness is the defining factor, whether this way or that way. so gyana vigyana triptaatma so a living entity who is satisfied with spiritual knowledge and realization tripta atma so he is not satisfied with any amount of material things he he does not hanker for these things he finds satisfaction it is not that oh he is not hankering for anything he is just uh, Uh, no he doesn't have any drive in him no he has he has his drive is spiritual 
he wants to serve the lord and he wants to grow go closer to the lord with gyana vigyana so gyana and vigyana are very important words gyana means when we understand but then that is not enough uh, i think i'll show you this verse from the shrimad bhagavatam canto 7 text 15 ಜಹಿಯಾತ್ <coughs> now you see this translation as long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not fully under one's control one must have the lotus feet of his superiors namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors by their mercy one can sharpen the sword of knowledge and with the power of the supreme personality of god his mercy one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above in this way the devotee should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity now sharpen the sword of knowledge this is what i want to highlight your attention to now it is explained very nicely in the purport hmm see if one seriously desires to return home back to godhead one must therefore become strong enough by pleasing the spiritual master we get spiritual strength by pleasing the spiritual master for thus one gets the weapon with which to conquer the enemy and one also gets the grace of krishna so what is that weapon the weapon of knowledge the sword of knowledge simply getting the weapon of gyana is insufficient one must sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instructions now this is the vigyan this is when the sword sharpens we need to have a sword first mm. so that is gyan if we don't have a sword how can we sharpen it so we must have sword so there must be knowledge so that's why we must read prabhupada's books but then we have to what we have to do sharpen the weapon by serving the spiritual master and adhering to his instruction then the candidate will get the mercy of the supreme personality of godhead in general warfare we must take help of his one must take help of his chariot chariot and horses in order to conquer his enemy and after conquering his enemies he may give up the chariot and its paraphernalia similarly as long as one has a human form one should fully use it to obtain the highest perfection of life namely going back home back to god you see this very important point here nishatam let's see the words you know see nishatam means sharpened gyana asim the sword or weapon of knowledge asim means sword gyana means knowledge now how this is sharpened by garishtha charanarchanaya garishtha charanarchanaya garishtha means the lotus feet of the superiors namely 
the spiritual master and his predecessors uh, here garishtha means also the people may translate as oh, superior means parents father mother elders you serve elders you will get nothing unless they are spiritually elevated of course you must take care of them but it is not like you have to take instruction from them if they are not krishna conscious elder who is elder there is vridha the word in sanskrit is for old is vridha vridha means old now there are two types of vridha vridha one who is bodily old um, and body is old and another vridha is gyana vridha though who is wise with knowledge even though he may not be sufficiently advanced in age there is no such thing as sufficiently advanced at any time a soul see a soul is everyone we are all of the same age because we are all eternal none of us have had any beginning none of us are going to die so we are as old as each other actually so in that way everyone is of the same age but in the body uh, when we compare the body yes there is old and young but then sometimes older people act more immaturely than the younger people so although they may have a body that is old their brain has not gone to that like for example a mentally retarded person he may be old but his brain is that of a child so is he old now well physically medically for record purposes yeah old but can you deal with him like an old person no you will deal with him like a child so similarly a person who has knowledge who is sufficiently educated in spiritual science he is old he is mature in spiritual understanding and even if, like classic example was subhadev goswami who was just 16 years old when he was speaking to parikshit maharaj parikshit maharaj himself was older than him and great great sages narad muni was sitting in the audience who was millions of years old billions in fact Uh, and vyasadev was there his own father and many many great sages from all different planets of the universe so and the speaker was a 16 year old boy gyanavridha so um so that kind of old garishta charana we are talking about what has achuta i mean uh, the lord has to do with uh, ordinary elders no for him it doesn't matter whether like dhritarashtra he was old but he was blind more materially and spiritually more, materially one may be blind but spiritually one can be advanced like bilumangal thakur he blinded himself materially but spiritually he just shot up like he is elevated like anything from that point on so it doesn't depend on our material blindness it doesn't matter whether we are bl- materially blind or not spiritually we should not blind should not be blind so dhritarashtra was you know so old but vidura chastised him his younger brother chastised him why ah oh, because oh you after all your sons are dead still you have no shame you are still sitting in this house like a like a pet dog eating the remnants of bhima whom you always envied uh, get out from this house he told him so you usually talk like that to a younger uh, who somebody who's like a kid you know you will chastise him somebody who is mature you you expect to talk to him in, a, in like a, like he's an elder 
like he's a mature person now that you know he has to be like scolded or he has to be but dhritarashtras you see his his uh, thinking was not to par so he was scolded at he was chastised so garishtha charanarchanaya that's why it is lotus feet of superior superior always in the sense of knowledge prahlad maharaj had a superior father he did not obey him because his behavior was immature completely immature atheistic hmm. like a kid who is throwing tantrum no 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 i don't care i don't care i, I want this I, i want the whole world i want to be. you know immature behavior prahlad although five year old he was more mature now who is garishtha prahlad maharaj so that is that is the person who is superior so spiritual master and his predecessors so then when we archanaya means by serving then nishatam gyanasim then we'll get achyuta balaha the transcendental strength of achyuta we'll get the spiritual strength how gyana and vigyana knowledge and realization a realization means when we actually apply it when we actually follow it now we all know we need to surrender to krishna <clears throat> like uh, in the recent uh, bva test bhaktivedanta assessments uh, our um, second assessment there was this verse that was quoted so people like like this answer you know should we give up our materialistic life um, what we are occupation no 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 need you just be wherever you are and then think of krishna at the same time while you are doing your work so is this is then done though because <laughs> we are always taking the comfort side of it oh you see krishna said no need to give up no yeah but he also said always remember while you are so Hmm. we have to endeavor for that not that oh you see krishna very kind eh? he is asking me not to surrender just to stay wherever i am and you know i can still be devoted ha tasmat sarveshu kaleshu at all times ma manusmar now and how much affection one should have for krishna to be able to think of him all the time just like a mother has affection for child whatever she is doing she is always thinking of the child now because of affection and the other example also is there in the introduction where if a you know this was actually it is a verse remember 1.211 madhya paravyasani neenari vyagrapi griha karmasu tadevaasvadayatyantarnavasangharasayanam if a woman is attached to a man other than her husband she will appear very busy in carrying out her household affairs but within her heart she is always relishing feelings of association with her paramour now this is a verse that chaitanya mahaprabhu sent to rupa goswami in as a letter so for one who read so it is a encrypted message so another person would read it he wouldn't understand so even if the uh, the government officers because he was actually a prime minister for uh, nawab husain shah government so he was a government officer so if anybody else finds this they will not understand it 
Oh, he's talking about some extra married, some woman, you know, had some. But then, when if Rupa Goswami sees it, he will understand what he's talking about. So he sent his encrypted message to him. Um, <clears throat> but this is the verse. I mean, this example is also given. Now, if a person loves a person so much that, other than marriage, extramarital affair, which is bad in this world, but this example is given to sh- highlight that point, show that point of that intense affection that one has for the other person so much so that she's always thinking of that man even though she's doing everything so that is only possible by that remembrance is only possible by affection so ma manusmara yudhyacha oh we can do our work and at the same time we are always focused on the work in fact some people even answered like that see krishna is saying we should do our work nicely and remember krishna no 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 he he, he said you remember me Whether you do your work nicely or not, that's another thing. You remember me first. <laughs> that, is the more, that is the most important. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, our real duty is to remember Krishna. We should understand that. They think, oh, Krishna said uh, we should not escape from our duty. We should do our duty and then remember Krishna. No, no. Your duty is to remember Krishna. you are stuck now in this way that way yeah fine but uh, try to remember krishna how to remember krishna like that we don't have any affection right now so that's why we are having this vedic literatures to remind us of the glory of krishna the devotees and everything we are always constantly discussing these things to remind ourselves so that we can have that develop that attachment hmm. so ज्ञान विज्ञान तृप्तात्मा हु फाइंड्स कंप्लीट सैटिस्फैक्शन इन दिस सो ही इज एक्चुअली न शोचते न कांक्षते दिस इज ब्रह्मभूत प्लेटफॉर्म एक्चुअली ही इज सैटिस्फाइड विद सर्विस सैटिस्फाइड विद कृष्णाज नॉलेज रीडिंग अबाउट हिम सर्विंग हिम इन डिफरेंट वेज दैट्स वॉट ही इज हैप्पी विथ न शोचते न कांक्षते ब्रह्मभूत प्रसन्नात्मा Uh, so he does not have anything more to hanker for or anything to lament about in this world triptatma satisfied soul no other person actually can be satisfied in this world next kutastha kutastha means here spiritually situated hmm. he is firmly situated stha means स्थिर मीन्स चंचलवा स्थिर वट इज चंचलवा चंचलवा स्थिति स्थिरा चंचलवा मीन्स रेस्लेस स्थिरा मीन्स स्टेबल सो स्थकूटस्थ मीन्स firmly situated in oh firmly situated in spiritual knowledge and realization and this is also called brahmanishtham shrotriyam brahmanishtham is another word brahmanishtham means also fixed up in um, spiritual knowledge and realization practically his life is fully fixed up in spiritual life 
service, devotional service, Krishna consciousness. That is Kutastha. That person only can be Triptatma. Uh, Vijitendriyaha, another thing. Uh, means he has conquered. This is spiritual hero. Material hero means he is a servant of his senses. He is trying to maximize his sense pleasure. That, a, that kind of person is called material. Materially he is known as a hero. If he has many heroines by his side, uh, hero, for example. But uh, <coughs> uh, in the spiritual life, hero is one who can restrain his senses, who can control his senses. Hmm. What is that? Vacho vegam manasakrodha vegam jehva vegam udaropastha vegam Etan veganyo vishaheta dhiraha sarvam apimam prithivim sashishyat A sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urges of the tongue, belly and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So, this is the real hero who can actually control his senses. And a person who cannot he is he's actually conquered and in fact even in the bible there is a line saying that what profiteth a man who has conquered the entire world but who lost his eternal soul so that is a big point vijitendriyaha and what is vijitendriyaha what does vijitendriya means it means just to restrain ourselves from sense gratification no this is what vijitendriya means Yada samharate chayam kurmungani vasarvashaha indriyan indriyarthe bhyastasya pragna pratishthita. Tortoise. The tortoise is interesting animal. Uh, slow, that is one thing. We are not talking about that now. <laughs> we are talking about another thing. That is its uh, ability to withdraw or manifests its limbs. So, one who is able to withdraw his senses from sense objects as the tortoise draws its limbs within the shell is firmly fixed in perfect knowledge. Now, not only is one able to withdraw but also one who is able to manifest when it is needed. Hmm. So, there is a use for withdrawing the limbs and there is another use where limbs, limbs have to be manifest. Now, I think, you see, the tortoise can can at any moment wind up his senses and exhibit them again at any time for particularly particular purposes. Similarly, the senses of the Krishna conscious persons are used only for some particular purpose in the service of the Lord and are withdrawn otherwise. You see, Arjuna is being taught here to use his senses for the service of the Lord instead of for his own satisfaction. Keeping the senses always in the service of the Lord is the example set by the analogy of the tortoise who keeps the senses within. So, only when they are to be used in the service of the Lord, he engages. Like, he engages his speech in the service of the Lord. Otherwise, he will just act like a dumb man. He will not speak on other subjects. So, in this way, 
um, he is ma- manifesting or he is withdrawing according to the circumstance. So he is withdrawing in the matter of sense gratification but exhibiting them in the matter of service to Krishna. So that is proper use because Hrishikena Hrishikesha Sevanam Bhakti Ruchate. Bhakti means to be to use our senses in the service of the master of the senses. We are not the master. Because if we are the master, we should be able to dictate all the time. But disease comes. We are unable to use our senses. Death comes. We are unable to say no. When the owner says, get out of this body, house, we have to vacate. So who is owner? If I am the owner, then I should be calling the shots. But I I am not able to call the shots. I am just being able to use this space on a rental basis for a lease for a particular time so it is owned by the Lord so um, we have to understand that that everything has to be used in Krishna's service it has its full use in Krishna's service but it has it should not be used for sense gratification so but if we manifest the limbs or, or the to- if the tortoise manifests the limbs when it should not then it, there will be danger so when there is danger the tortoise withdraws so like that we have to know when the danger is when maya is there when sense gratification is being offered that is danger withdraw or when there is something to be done when there is output uh, yes or even input also only when Krishna conscious matter is there uh, input and you see here, there are quite nice verses of manifesting and withdrawing. I'll show you. Mukundmala Stotram. Um, we'll go to 19 as well. Yat Krishna Pranipata Dhuli Dhavalam Tadvarshma Tadvaishiras Tenetre Tamasojite suruchire yabhyam harir drishyate sabudhir vimalendu shankhadhavala yamadhava dhyayini sajihvam ritavarshini pratipadam yastauti narayanam that head is the loftiest which is white with dust from bowing down to Lord Krishna this is proper use manifesting I mean using the sense in its proper way those eyes are the most beautiful which darkness has abandoned after they have seen Lord Hari that intelligence is spotless like the white glow of the moon or the conch which concentrates on Lord Madhava and that tongue rains down nectar which constantly glorifies Lord Narayana now this is glorifying the senses in in, in their proper use now here the next verse is an order by King Kulashekar who has composed these nice verses it's his order to his senses so this is a Goswami who can order his senses of course here it's, it's a, in, in a shloka now we can also chant this but we are not able to actually live that to the percent you know but we need to come to that stage that's the whole point of this Krishna consciousness movement where the whole point is engage our senses or 
order the senses don't be ordered by the senses no here is the order jehve kirtaya keshavam muraripum cheto bhaja shridharam paanidvandva samarchaya chutakatha shrotadvayatvam shrunu shrunu कृष्णम लोकयलोचन द्वयहरे गच्छांग्रियुग्मालयम जिग्रग्रानमुकुंदपादतुलसीं मूर्धन्नमाधोक्षजम् ओ टंग प्रेज़ द ग्लोरीज़ ऑफ़ लॉर्ड केशवा नाउ ही इज़ ऑर्डरिंग हिज सेंसेस नाउ ओ टंग Praise the glories of Lord Keshava. O mind, worship the enemy of Mura. O hands, serve the Lord of Sri. O ears, hear the topics of Lord Achyuta. O eyes, gaze upon Sri Krishna. O feet, go to the temple of Lord Hari. O nose, smell the tulsi buds on Lord Mukunda's feet. O head, bow down to Lord Adhokshaja. Now, I'll take you to a verse. Which shows the withdrawal of the senses. Twenty-fourth verse. Madraksham shena punyan kshanam api bhavato bhakti hinan padaje maashrausham shravya bandham tavacharitam apasyanya dakhyan jatam. मास्मार्शम माधवत्वाम आपी भुवन अपते चेतसापहनुवानान माभुवम त्वत्सपरिया व्यतिकररहितो जन्म जन्मांतरेपी Now withdrawal. O Madhava, please do not let me even glance at those whose pious credits are so depleted. That they have no devotion for your lotus feet. So let me not look upon them also. Why? Because I hate them? No. Because I don't want to be contaminated. Because hmm. it's danger. Please do not let me be distracted from listening to the worthy narrations of your pastimes and become interested in other topics. Again, ears, withdraw. From other topics. Please, O Lord of the Universe, let me pay no attention to those who avoid thinking of you, and let me never be unable to serve you in some menial way, birth after birth. So you see. So withdrawal and ordering. So, of course, there is a thirty-fourth verse also which orders the senses. But there's another verse which pleads the senses, <laughs> where he's actually pleading, "Please, my tongue. Please chant. It's not ordering anymore. Please." So this is to let us know or teach us. Of course, he's humbly he's praying like that, but also he's teaching us that we have to beg, order, or whatever you do, bring the tongue under control, bring the senses under control. Let me take you to that verse also. I think it's just hmm, twenty-six. 
तुवाणी परम परस्ता मधुक्षरतीव मुदावर्तय प्राजलिस्मिजिवे नाराण गोचरा माइडियर टंग आई स्टैंड बिफोर यू विथ फोर जॉइंट पॉन्स एंड बेग यू टू रिसाइड द नेम्स ऑफ लॉर्ड नारायण these names describing the supreme absolute truth bring, bring great, great pleasure as if exuding honey now there are two kinds of ways you can bring people under control one way is ordering them and one way is really flattering them these two ways you can bring people under control in fact <laughs> there is a verse which says that uh, there is no mistake in lying when uh, one tries to bring a woman under control uh, i think uh, eh, i don't know it's in the 8th canto of shrimad bhagavatam 8th canto how to find wait ंगटरी in flattering a woman to bring her under control in joking in a marriage ceremony in earning one's livelihood when one's life is in danger in protecting cows and brahmanical culture or in protecting a person from an enemy's hand falsity is never condemned this is where lying is okay <laughs> so this is one way flattering actually there is a nice verse in using this What is that? Oh wow! It's not even. Dante nidha yatranakam ya. Dante nidha yatranakam. What? Vice versa. दंते निधाय दूरा This is a verse by Prabodhananda, Prabodhan, Prabodhananda Saraswati. So he he said, <coughs> materially intoxicated people, proud people, they are not interested when you order them. Arey, who is the rascal? Sadhu ordering, get lost. 
those are so to bring them under control you go to them this is his advice for sadhus to ad- approach some materially intoxicated rascal and make him surrender to chaitanya mahaprabhu so how go to him with straw within the teeth that means it's a sign of humility fall at his feet straight dandavat pranam never mind his rascal whatever dandavat pranam first then he will be like moved oh wow what is this then he will feel a little better mm okay yes that's good then kritva cha kakashatam aham aham bravemi ha just talk flatter him to the max make him feel on top of the world just take him to mount everest <coughs> and then hey sadhava call him great sadhu although is rascal number 1 fully intoxicated and fully engaging in sinful activities call him sadhu doesn't matter call him sadhu ah then when he is sufficiently satisfied when he has full confidence in you when he thinks that you you have come you have completely come under his control then he will ask until he asks this question okay very good very what do you want until he comes to the point you flatter keep on flattering once he comes to the point asking of asking what do you want ah then present your proposal what is that sakalameva sakalameva vihaya durat whatever you have sir you are great sadhu nobody is better than you in this world whatever you know you are in the top of the world you are the best person now whatever you have learned throw it far away far like super far chaitanya chandra charane kurta anuragam just surrender to chaitanya mahaprabhu then your life will be successful so in other words bring him under control and then so shri prabhupad for example he went to america he humbly served the westerners all hippies not even clean never took and taken bath for 6 months or what i don't know um stinking to max how much they must be stinking uh, and uh, beard and everything and just, just like you know unkempt completely homeless people intoxicated with drugs having sex without any control meat eaters and he went there and he served them so serving this example this verse means basically serve them like a servant and they will so much they become so indebted to you like wow this person is serving me so nicely i mean of course i told it in a way which is like a like a joke but actually even if, however proud a person is if one serves the person the his pride will come down he will feel are you know how nicely he is doing you know so he he will become his heart will be little melted at that time strike him nicely it's like <laughs> proper said in another way <laughs> you know a, a fighter uh, you, you he must he must uh, look for the weak spot and then give one karate chop so proper said this so he said when you are talking with someone you look for the weak point in the argument and then give a karate chop proper said so <laughs> that's what you do so in in boxing in in fighting also there is a technique called feigning feigning means uh acting it, it comes in many different ways is basically 
tricking the other person because you see when when two formidable fighters are fighting they're both very strong you punch them you punch the other person nothing is going to happen he punch you nothing is going to happen and then because the muscles are so conditioned and then the body is so strong so you're not going to get much mileage just hard hitting the way is to trick him so there are many ways that comes in so it, sometimes a person in some forms of martial arts they um act in a way which is like they you know like um, they they act like they are not alert you know and then they will when the other person sees that, oh this guy is not alert then he will also let down his guard a little bit and then he will come full on for a punch but then in that punching movement he will forget about his own defense because he wants to use because when you want to defend and punch you have to like you have to punch and then withdraw and then come back to defense position but if you want to really go all at all in at it then you will go full force and then here is all exposed you know and we turn like this and then here is all exposed so there is vulnerability there so at that time when he is going to go for the full punch then this person will just suddenly dodge and then one punch at the soft spot so these are all feigning techniques and sometimes they act like they're punching from one side but then they don't punch but they punch in the other side something like that so these are called feigning techniques so so in the same way um these are all tricks trickery used in um making devotees so it's not exactly trickery it's just a strategy tactic but it's not actually with any ill intention or mean intention it's actually to help the person because he is not going to come down like prabhupada said hanuman was so strong that he went to La- ravan and then he burned the lanka to ashes and then he establishes authority saying that i am strong not you so he could show that power and he helped get sita back to ram and sita is who lakshmi the goddess of fortune wealth so he brought back lakshmi to narayan or sita to ram by this way by showing his might now prabhupad said when we go and beg on the streets it is a same concept we are also bringing the lakshmi from those people who are little little ravanas trying to enjoy that lakshmi just like ravana tried to enjoy sita so everybody is actually mani is actually supposed to be for krishna's service but they are trying to enjoy so it is like everybody is like a mini ravana so we are trying to get some lakshmi for narayan's service krishna's service so our mission is also same like hanuman but we don't have the strength of hanuman so we will take a different approach beggar i am a beggar please help me i am doing some um, you know welfare activity you know please help so in a begging way uh, policy a little bit change tactic but end result same so <laughs> that is what uh, it's just a change of tactic is de- so depending on the situation one must be expert in using which technique um just like in a martial arts you know to which which with with which person which technique to use it's an art similarly krishna conscious preaching is also an art so we must observe how devotees do it how shri prabhu dealt with different people and you know, like that so these verses are there so anyway flattering is also there so flattering an ordinary person that's misuse of the tongue but flattering an ordinary person to make him a devotee 
That is okay. Given by Acharya, Prabodhananda Saraswati. Uh, but we should quick, quickly come back to the point of uh, getting him to Krishna consciousness. Don't keep on flattering, flattering. Yes, I'll wait for him to say, uh, Prabhu, I'll wait for him. I'm waiting for him. Whole life flattering and then you die flattering him and then you'll become another nonsense like him. So don't become like that. So that is called a sycophant. Sycophant means uh, flatterer. Just nothing but flatterer. And no preaching at all. That is useless. One must know. Immediately one must come to the preaching point. Srila Prabhupada, even if he flattered someone, immediately he got back to the preaching. Within that conversation itself. Hmm. <coughs> okay, so, uh, in this way, Vijitendriya. This is called Vijitendriya. So, if one cannot order the senses, beg the senses. Like Pravartha, pra- actually, did I even show you that full translation? I think I did not, right? 26. Okay. My dear tongue. Oh, yeah, I did. I stand before you with joint palms and beg you to recite the names of Lord Narayan. Why are you not uh, reciting? Please, please recite. I beg you. Your greatest, you are my greatest sense. You have full power. Chant the name of the powerful, Narayana. So, in this way, somehow or other, one must bring it under control by begging or by... So, just like Ravana, Hanuman forced his way through. And of course, the Vanar army came, Ram came and forced their way through and got Sita back. Now, we don't have that might of uh, Hanuman. So, we will also get the money from other people, but in a beggar way. So, they are... They'll feel a little bit, oh, poor boy, you know, poor man, poor guy, he's begging on the street, okay, let me give him something. So, <coughs> sometimes, most of the time, they don't even know what they're giving for. They think, they just think they're helping some people, you know, helping some, that's all they think it is. There's so much more to it than just that. Of course, we do prasadam distribution, we knowledge distribution, which is most crucial. Um, there's so much service, actually. Uh, they don't understand the full context. But just by giving, they will get benefited. So in preaching, we have to use how to use and when to use. All these things we must learn. And this is the proper use of the... This is called Vijitendriya. Huh? That means not only being able to save himself from uh, material activity, but being expert in using the senses in spiritual activity in whichever way, according to time, place and circumstance, what to do, everything. So this only comes with Vijnana. Realize knowledge. Only when we engage in service will Krishna give us the intelligence how to serve him even better. Tesham, what is that? Um, yeah. Tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhyogam tam yenamam upayantite. He will give us the intelligence how to use, how to, when to use, what, everything. Like how. For example, Sundar Gopal Prabhu uh, set up this whole uh, preaching scene here in uh, Singapore. How Krishna gave him intelligence and how it is a, it is an adventure actually. You should make a story book out of it actually. It's a mega adventure that he went through. So, Krishna guided him and it's genius. What he did was genius. Otherwise, it wouldn't Hare Krishna, Krishna consciousness wouldn't have been in Singapore. It's because of his genius. So, how did he get the genius? Dadami buddhi yogam tam 
how because of surrender not simply speculating and you know calculating like just like sri prabhupad what what calculation if you calculate that a 69 year old man is going halfway across the globe on a ship which is going to take about half, more, more than a month to reach the other side and it's going to be too cold that this person has never faced and he has 40 rupees in his pocket uh, the odds odds in his favor are next to nil so if you calculate with your you know brain power bookish knowledge scholarship oh i am a business analyst okay i will analyze the situation 69 year old man going and then his health is so not so good uh, you know he is going on a 37 day journey on a, across atlantic the most uh, turbulent sea uh, no friends on the other side 40 rupees in his pocket analysis okay scrap the idea <laughs> but he went ahead because vigyana vijitendriya and using it in completely in the service of the spiritual master and krishna dadam of course he is a pure devotee you know so he is completely connected with krishna so this is uh, <coughs> this is uh, vijitendriya complete mastery of the senses that means not only controlling material urges but completely expert tatrati daksha tatrati daksha ativallabhasya vande guru shri charanaravindam sixth verse of mangalarti song that uh, guruvashtaka song what is that nikunjayuno ratikeli siddhya yayali bhir yuktirapekshaniya tatrati daksha ativallabhasya vande guru shri charanaravindam the spiritual master is expert in serving krishna through the gopis through the in his confidential servitors he is expert in service as if she shri prabhupad cooking expert singing expert preaching expert um, uh, writing expert delivering lectures answering questions everything expert managing a movement managing uh, you know hopeless cases you know sometimes devotees they went and did uh, hopeless things and then he corrected them i mean it's just expert daksha one of the 26 qualities of a devotee is daksha expert the 25th quality in fact daksha and then far, last is mauna silent so uh, expert so this is vijitendra so ah mridanga kristo dorye saying mridanga expert everything expert hmm. harmonium expert everything everything that is can be used in krishna service expert hmm. so expertise will come by first nobody becomes expert overnight right practice just serve not just oh i've read read the book just like you you if you want to get some muscles if you buy a book uh, how to do push ups for dummies then i read the whole book i'll remain a dummy only when i actually start to do then some muscles will show not that i'm i've read a book of push ups now i'll have strong muscles no i have to actually do it i have to actually do the correct techniques and everything that is given in the book so <coughs> reading prabhupada's books yes in fact that is also purifying unless we surrender to the process that is why it is said तनुवान मनो भेर ये प्राय जित जितो पे सता स्त्रीलोक्याम शो यो 
ज्ञाने प्रयास जीवन्ति स्थाने ये प्रायशो जित जितो now you see here tanu vak manobhir what is that tanu means with the body vak means with the words and manobhi means with the mind so those who even while remaining situated in their established social positions throw away the process of speculative knowledge and with their body words and mind all offer all respects to descriptions of your personality and activities dedicating their lives to these narrations which are vibrated by you personally and by your pure devotees certainly conquer your lordship although you are otherwise unconquerable by anyone within the three worlds what does it mean by offering respects to the narrations of krishna with body words in mind what does it mean how to offer respects with body to the narration you hear about the narration right no you have to surrender with the body whatever instruction is given you have to actually come and do it with the body with the mind just like arjuna when krishna was saying uh, speaking the bhagavad gita arjuna was not like oh wow yeah, that, that's a good point krishna that's a really good point hmm. good good after krishna has finished everything so what do you think krishna says huh? uh, what, do whatever you wish then arjuna says oh, yeah that's that's a good speech you know, that's an inspirational speech yeah good i'll think about it uh, rubbish that means i'm not acting vak uh, I'm, I'm just vak uh, yeah i'm saying lip service but where is the action tanu where is the tanu body where what is it doing fight uh, arjuna said yes karishya vachanam i will fight that is what it is called respecting bhagavad gita acting according to the instructions of bhagavad gita not that respecting bhagavad gita do an aarti one one businessman is there i used to uh, i always meet him in his office and once once i sold him a bhagavad gita and he took it very respectfully and next time i went to his office i said have you you know read bhagavad have you read the bhagavad gita i gave you then uh, then he pointed to the altar he has a small altar there in the office you see there so where I don't see it. No, you see that that yellow color cloth I have put inside. Yellow color. Every morning I am doing aarti. I Bhagavad Gita respect, full respect. I said, what is the respect? What kind of respect is that? That means, in other words, if Krishna comes to you, you will lock him up in a door and then close the door, lock it. I am respecting. Is that respect? Of course, we cannot lock Krishna. But I mean, if any sadhu comes or something. You, if he comes to your house, you just close the door on him and then lock the door from inside or lock him up in some room and then uh, do aarti from outside. Is that respect? <laughs> you must hear him, na? So, <clears throat> you open the book. That is respect. That is the beginning of respect. Sometimes people ask me, um, can we? T- can I take this book, Bhagavad Gita, in my handbag or something? In my, in my you know, messenger bag or whatever my... Because uh, I, I think we should keep it in the puja room, right? No, 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 no. Don't keep it in the puja room because you will go there only for five minutes in a day. You just go like this, like this. You matha take and then go out. You know, matha take means in Hindi, the same. You know, you bow down and then go out. Don't keep in the. You can keep. I mean, of course you can keep. 
but you keep it where you will always be what is always with you if the bag is always with you put in the bag put in the bag because you need to open it and read that is what respect is respect means not not in some uh, puja room and then uh, hari krishna bow down bow down 100 times and then go out and then not open the book collecting dust that is not uh, respecting bhagavad that is fake respect tanu van mein paying respect with the body means not just bowing down no that is one thing yes you can bow down real bowing down means opening the instruction and then reading and try to understand and follow surrender to the instruction in the gita mahatmya it is said that if one reads the bhagavad gita his material life will be purified all sins will go away and he will go back to krishna so that means i just read and I'm, now i'm going back no it you will go back because you are going to follow it and it is understood that you will go you are going to read it and then you sarva dharman parityajyam amekam sarva that verse is there na uh, surrender abandon everything and surrender then moksha shami pape sarva pape bhu moksha shami mascha and then of course you will go all your pape will be gone that is how it will be gone when we actually surrender to the process when we actually surrender to the descriptions <coughs> physically i mean in our life hmm mujitendriya ha kutastha fixed up yukta iti uchyate yogi samaloshtrashma kanchana ha so that kind of a yogi he is actually yogi he is fully connected yoga yoga means connection so he is fully connected with krishna self control ah he sees everything everything whether it be pebbles stones or gold is the same for him <coughs> one thing is not more valuable than the other in this material world <coughs> in fact i'll show you something This is the one. <laughs> Look at this verse. Amazing verse. 5.14.7 Kvachichashesha do... Huh. What is this? Kvachichashesha dosha nishadhanam Kvachichashesha dosha nishadhanam Purisha vishesham tadvarna guna निर्मित निर्मितमतिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर्णमुपादिसुवर
the living entity is interested in yellow stool known as gold see gold is compared to yellow stool now a materialist will find it very uh, attractive but a spiritualist is seeing it as stool as a difference here this is samaloshtrasma uh, kanchana ha pebbles stones and gold to be the same here is it's gold is co- compared to even worse things stool in fact they are the same color almost yellow yellow <laughs> how you know you see parishit maharaj gave him the place kali where the gold is gold is stored so everybody is after gold everybody is after wealth everybody is after but this is actually like stool according to spiritual life gold should be avoided as far as possible if there is gold there is certainly illicit sex mediating gambling and intoxication because people in the western world have a great deal of gold they are victims of these four sins the color of gold is very glittering and a materialistic person becomes very much attracted by its yellow color however this gold is actually a type of stool a person with a bad liver generally passes yellow stool <laughs> not even a healthy person a bad liver passes yellow stool the color of this stool attracts a materialistic person just as the will of the wisp attracts one who ne- one who needs heat so so you see how how it is compared beautiful example isn't it um another verse also there in the mukundamala stotra 40th verse सत्यम ब्रवीमिमुजा स्वयमूर्धवाहुर्यो मुकुंद नरसिंह जनादने जीवो जपत्युदेवा पाषाणकाष्ठसदृशा दधाभीष्ट ओ मैन खाइंड विथ आर्म्स रेज हाई आई डिक्लेर द ट्रूथ एनी मॉटल हु चांस द नेम्स Mukunda Narasimha and Janardana day after day even in battle or when facing death will come to regard his most cherished ambitions as no more valuable than a stone or a block of wood kashtha pashana kashtha stone and wood how much valuable are a stone or a piece of wood not much so similarly all cherished ambitions which people have or even classic example dhruva maharaj kacham vichinvan api divya ratnam he had this huge amb- i think nobody can match his ambition he had a huge ambition that i will become greater than brahma what brahma i will become greater than him that was his ambition i mean who can match that ambition come on nobody and when he got vishnu he said kacham broken piece of glass broken pieces of glass how much valuable is a broken piece of glass? when a glass when a tube blade or something when a bulb broke or breaks or when glass shatters what do you do immediately bring the broom put it inside rubbish that's what you will do first thing you will not even wait because it will prick you it is no more even beautiful it is a dangerous now so comparatively compared to krishna everything becomes pointless valueless 
but this is only possible for a person who is endowed with vijnana the the sword we need to cut the knots hard knots of our material existence guna means also rope guna means the material mode so we are like rope is made of three uh, threads and 3 by 3 3 by 3 very thick you know it becomes rope so with that if you knot then it's very hard to break so the only way to you know get out of all the entanglement is cut the whole thing just cut the whole thing in fact i remember very uh, interesting uh, incident i was a young boy actually i was uh, maybe just in my teens i was in was a 13 year old something then in the morning i was at home i mean with my parents and all at that time and um, there was just uh, you know the thread so there was a thread but much of the thread came out of the the roll and then it's all kind of entangled so in the morning before my father went to work he told me it was actually summer holidays for us so we did not have any school nothing so then um, he he gave me this tangled thread and he said um by the time i come back in the evening try to disentangle this whole thread and uh, put it in the roll and it was a huge mess it was not just a little bit it's like it's like this much thread all tangled up and everything was going everywhere and he said you will learn a lot of lessons in this today he told me and he, <laughs> you will learn a lot of lessons in patience and perseverance and all these things so he wanted to teach me a lesson in these things so he had good intentions but you know i tried i tried for 1 hour 2 hours and i was making little headway i was like to hell with this thread uh, i want to enjoy my life so <clears throat> and i did learn a lesson in hindsight now when i look back at that <laughs> i did learn a huge lesson don't create entanglement and try to solve this entanglement it will never work we have to just cut it throw it away go to krishna that's it chidyante sarva samshaya kshiyante chaasa karmani drishtay vaatmaneeshwari shastra teaches us very important lesson thus the knot in the heart is pierced and all misgivings are cut to pieces the chain of fruitive actions is terminated when one sees the self as master so all this starts with hearing and chanting so krishna consciousness so <laughs> i learned a huge lesson that day that don't bother unentangling the mess this entanglement of material affairs we cannot solve it by doing this doing this in 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 that time our life will be finished just like the whole day would have been finished me trying to unentangle this and that and this and that what is the what is the point actually material life is like that it is just a tangled mess and we are trying to solve it by doing this thing by doing that thing by doing this thing if you solve one problem then another 10 problems will come and you tell solve the 10 problems another 100 problems will come it's just on and on and on it will never end it's not worth it it's like solving a problem in the dream 
should we continue to sleep and solve the problem in the dream or just wake up cut the whole dream short waking up is the answer not staying in the dream and trying to you know solve it this way that way this way that way no wake up and the problem is solved there is no problem then problem is problem itself is illusion so for that so now we are tangled like that in the maya jal you know jeeve phele vishaya sagare what is that sharira avidya jal jadendra tahekal jeeve phele vishaya sagare we are not only in a net of this tangled mess but together with the tangled mess we are thrown into the ocean jeeve phele vishaya sagare in the ocean you you jump in the ocean without any tangled mess you will already you are already going to die you you get tangled and then thrown into the in the ocean what kind of helpless situation is that right that is our position now our position is not to like oh unentangle this one unentangle that one and in the meantime somewhere else it is getting more and more tangled no point cut it all open that's it finish come out uh, that's what is we should do so here thus the knot in the heart is pierced so to pierce this knot we must have a sharp weapon because this rope is very thick very strong rope we need sharp weapon what is that gyana and the gyana will not be sharp you need to sharpen it is a weapon yes you will have knife sometimes in the kitchen but it's not sharp you uh, one tomato also it can't cut so you'll get fed up with it what do you do sharpen it and then just like that it will just go through as if it's butter so effective weapon we need to have not just a namesake weapon so then knowledge bookish knowledge without realization is like the namesake knife it doesn't cut anything it does not cut the knots of our affection in this world the the knowledge should cut sneha sneha pasham imam chindi dridham pandu shuvrishnishu kunti devi is saying please cut off my affection by bonds of affection with my family and let me we always think of you krishna so that to for that to happen we need a strong weapon of knowledge sharpened with the service of spiritual master which is the vigyana and then we will be, become triptatma we will become kutastha we will become vijitendriya all these things will come you see uh, then we can see sama loshtra ashma kanchana all same in fact kanchana becomes as good as stool here it is a little bit more nicer this word loshtra ashma pebble stone and some garbage stool you know in the other words 5147 so if one comes to that stage what will be his strength of character if people now you just see now people are fighting for different different reasons on individual level family level neighbors communities races international i mean at all levels people are fighting and they want money money is at the core of all these things big big politics how much i can gain from this how much i can kanchana they are after kanchana after yellow stool so if they actually consider gold as stool and they don't really put any value to that now everything is judged according to how much gdp or how much monetary capacity you have uh, whether you get a first class ticket or a, an economy class or a third class train ticket or, you know in india there is first class second class third third class you get third class means sadhus all will be in the third class because they don't have money unless he is a 
scammer sadhu when he has a multimillionaire then he will be in the first class scammers will be in the first class coach and the sadhus who don't have any money they'll be third class coach so the <laughs> in the plane also there is first class there is you know economy class economy that means less money uh, you you chips get fellow you sit down here uh, you have money okay you sit down there so money is driving all driven by yellow stool what is the difference between our modern civilization and stool eating worms hmm. no character they are as good as worm in the stool uh, everything is just um, calculated on this yellow stool but if character is to be uh, seen then yes first class everything looks totally different the whole world will be look totally different people are fighting for these things and judgment of a country's worth is dependent on the yellow stool and not on the um, i mean what better are we than the pigs three tire no there is third class coach saundari subramanian balasubramanian saying no third class three tier no 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 i don't know whether you have seen or not i have been on a third class coach first class coach is a i don't know did any of you go in the third class coach i have been you know <laughs> in the first class coach you will have a bed you know like like uh, you will have your own um, kind of um, room for yourself and uh, that is first class i have been on the first class also i have been on the second class i think everybody has been there's there's a three tier berth and all that that is the second class third class the seat is just metal cold metal if you go on a winter you know our buttocks will be cold frozen that is third class and it's all metal that is third class i don't know if you have seen maybe now they took it out i don't know <laughs> so, that is how that is how the uh, poor people are treated uh, it's all not based on character so anyway so the, the definitions have to change so definition hmm? facility only differs anyway so this is the thing so samaloshtra ashma ashma kanchana if only the people of the world are introduced to this krishna consciousness movement and if they become qualified in this way as this verse shows how much the world will be such a different place instead of manufacturing some stupid virus in some lab and you know trying to go do some experiments or you know doing all this nonsense uh, stuff people will do beneficial things with their intelligence and time and money and preach krishna consciousness instead of spreading virus spread the message of krishna consciousness yeah. so there is productive use of intelligence and time and effort so and and if people don't fight for just yellow stool money then you know everybody will be you know we can help each other positively uh, in krishna consciousness so we have to understand isha vasam idam sarvam everything belongs to the lord in his service it is not stool anymore because it will be in his service it is meant for his service but if i am trying to enjoy it then i will be like the worm in the stool you see hmm. spiritual material again knowledge is what changes the quality of it in the hands of an expert a stick will beat the other person 
in the hands of a person who does not know anything what is doing the stick he will turn and turn will beat his own head and he will die so, <laughs> so mm, that is the thing mm. all right i think and here actually prabhupada mentions one last thing in the you know for him mundane scholarship and mental speculation which may be as good as gold to others are no more valuable than pebbles or stones so even this speculation thing people revel in speculations oh and they think they're very smart and intelligent you know they're coming up with nice nice postulations you know about life and this and that philosophy but they may be enjoying all that like people enjoy gold some people enjoy gross sense gratification some people enjoy subtle sense gratification they just like to play with the mind mental gymnastics so that kind of pleasure they may for them this kind of things is gold or oh, speculating on this speculating on that and thinking about this what is your opinion let's discuss about this charcha karenge chalo you know charcha means you know like discussion uh, this and that everything all this come on like for example there is a cricket match okay two teams are going to play but uh, three days in uh, two three days before that discussions expert panels uh, think uh, ex- analyzing okay this team what is the weakness that team what is the strength this in and this one he has not been in good form he he is his batting is not has not been good he should be replaced by this person actually they should have done that thing they should have done this big big are just a game just put the throw the ball and hit with the bat and you know finish it over and get it over within a few hours but big drama speculations they like and then after the match analysis again post match analysis experts some retired cricketers will sit down and then talk about it back and forth back and forth argue this way argue that way i guess this one that one this one and in this way everywhere in business also there is uh, this one everywhere there is these things going on discussions chatter like birds chirping uh too much noise in fact there is an app now clubhouse social media so much is there now clubhouse clubhouse is on audio only it's like audio uh, just uh, of course we can also use it we are thinking of how to use it but you know so there yeah, is so people talk and talk and talk and talk and talk Hmm. So anyway, yeah. So I'll stop it here. Any questions or comments on this topic? Uh, let me see. Dhiradas is asking Hare Krishna Prabhu some of my devotee mates are saying me that their parents are forcing them forcing them to eat meat and eggs what should a devotee do in such a situation fast fast will his parents be able to see his son fast like that one day they have to given right then they will they will okay okay you know what you eat i don't want you to die you eat whatever you want uh, don't commit suicide nowadays suicide rates are going up so i mean they should be i mean what is the big deal you know if he is wanting to be a vegetarian so anyway they should come up with something like that they should put strong resistance if there's no if see the thing is as long as you can be bent they will try to bend you 
when you stand straight and you just say i'm not bending uh, you you do whatever you want if if you if you want me to eat this okay i'll fast you want me to die okay if that's what you want you want to kill your own son okay fine uh, tell like that they will get some sense into their head and then i'll stop oh sorry and they will learn to do some kind of you know this kind of thing sometimes what to do huh if they don't understand proper sense if try to explain to them if you don't if they don't want to listen then you have to do some kind of some heavy approach rajeshwaram the kutta means anvil on that blacksmith hits a red iron rod that is different okay next kristo dorie i don't know if i'm pronoun- pronouncing your name correctly let me know if i'm doing it otherwise maybe i'm murdering your name <laughs> on camera okay so a premature hero is someone who has no skill and hit himself with a stick while doing martial art moves which is total embarrassment <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what will happen if <laughs> If a useless fellow holds a stick, he cannot do anything. Interesting, as Srimad Bhagavatam 8.19.43. Oh, okay, that line. Is it vice versa? Is it vice versa or vice versa? That means in order to bring the husband under control? Is that what you mean? I don't know if that's what you mean. Whatever it is, you know. Somehow we have to engage people in krishna consciousness next dhiradas has quoted this verse this is the verse i was telling you know flatter the person and then once he accepts then give him one nice shot karate chop the feigning technique hmm Krishna Dorya true prabhu not everyone gets motivated by motivational speaker some are there to pass time only did i speak about motivational speakers i don't know ah saundari balasubramanyam is saying but ashtadhatu deity because i said that verse na gold is uh, like yellow stool now ashtadhatu deity means a deity made of eight metals and gold is also there and it's actually yellow color so no deity is different no spiritually everything is proper see if you remember swarna lanka the golden lanka so what happened so when ravana kidnapped sita whom he had in his possession was the maya sita similarly wealth when it is used for not krishna but for sense gratification that is maya lakshmi that is maya sita maya wealth that is not real wealth i think i will show you this verse so then it can be compared to stool but when it is in krishna's service oh lakshmi sahasra shata sambhrama sevyamanam मत्प्रातुरासुरादयस्तप्यंत्रिय 
विंदन्त्यहम ஒன்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ரிபிள்ட்ர
Dheeradas is saying, Hare Krishna Prabhu says, Anand Pranam. Many senior devotees are advising devotee students that they have to strive hard and should become successful in both spiritual life as well as material life. Is this understanding correct? What is your advice, Prabhu? Why I should advise? Let the Bhagavatam advise. Okay? Let the Bhagavatam advise. Now, you know the song about Bhaktivinoda Thakur condemning material education, right? Vidya Rivilasi. So, material education is a Mayar Vaibhav. Okay. Now here, 5.5.15 of Srimad Bhagavatam. If one is serious about going back home, back to Godhead, he must consider the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the summum bonum and chief aim of life. If he is a father instructing his sons... Oh, not this one. 5.5.17, sorry. I'll read the translation just to save some time. If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, how can one who is actually learned, merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge engage him in fruitive activity and thus further entangle him in material existence? If a blind man is walking down the wrong path, how can a gentleman allow him to continue on his way to danger? How can he approve this method? No wise or kind man can allow this. One. Next. Six. Nine forty-nine. Those who think material assets to be everything or to be the ultimate goal of life are called misers, kripanas. They do not know the ultimate necessity of the soul. Moreover, if one awards that which is desired by such fools, he must be also considered foolish. Next. Swayam Nishreya Samvidvan Navakya Jnaya Karmahi Narati Rogino Patyam Vanchato Bhishaktamaha A pure devotee who is fully accomplished in the science of devotional service will never instruct a foolish person to engage in fruitive activities for material enjoyment, not to speak of helping him in such activities. Such a devotee is like an experienced physician who never encourages a patient to eat food injurious to his health, even if the patient desires it. So you see, we should instruct the person to become spiritually serious and if somebody wants to become fully serious and surrender their life, that should be encouraged. If somebody cannot, okay, you go ahead and do whatever you want and then become a devotee, you know, be a devotee and... But you should not, like, you should... Of course, in India, there is a problem that if the students uh, do not complete their graduation, then the family will get into a legal case with the temple. These things are kind of happening. That's why sometimes they are forced to instruct like that. But still, that should be the facade. But internally, we should we should know what is the uh, ultimate aim. I mean, not everybody will join up full-time, yes. But those who are joining up, we should not discourage them and say, no, no, you should materially become successful. No? What is that? That is not correct. Parashuram Prabhu, Jnana is obstruction to Bhakti as it leads to Vairagya. Please enlighten Prabhu. Uh, oh, I don't know actually what you mean. 
if jnana without krishna consciousness then one tries to give up this world and become vairagi but is phalgu vairagi it's a incomplete renunciation uh, that is yeah but jnana um, speculative knowledge yes it is obstruction but uh, krishna conscious knowledge is not hmm. again parshuram prabhu jnana mixed with bhakti and karma mixed with bhakti are not pure bhakti right yeah they are not but that's how that's where everybody starts because one cannot do pure bhakti at the, in the in the day one so one starts with mishra bhakti mixed devotion then unalloyed unalloy alloy means a mixture of metals unalloyed means unmixed devotion so that will only try, take uh, until then it is mixed devotion unalloyed devotion comes at a advanced stage so until then it is karma mishra and jnana mishra bhakti so but if we follow the strict uh, strictures given by the spiritual master the instructions then uh, it is proper devotional service although we are still doing other karma or whatever like that jnana karma anavrutam means yeah that is ultimate bhakti ruttama completely devoid of any traces of jnana and karma any speculative or fruitive desires or actions sword of ignorance is to cut the knots of ign- sword of knowledge is to cut the knots of ignorance to get attracted to krishna yes but durga devi is yoga maya well yes yoga maya and mahamaya according to our our disposition the same maya will become yoga maya if we become devotee just like the kitten and the cat the cat is taking the kitten in its mouth and the cat is taking the rat in its mouth the mouth did not change but the kitten is feeling love the rat is feeling death fear why <clears throat> it's the same mouth same cat so krishna's energy acts differently in different way now the same electricity another example is the same electricity when it's a thermostat i think i think thermostat then it's a heater it becomes a heater i think so i mean with different electrical arrangement it becomes a heater with the different electrical arrangement it becomes a cooler so which arrangement i have made for myself that is my attitude my attitude if i want to become a devotee then it act it will act, it will act in one way if i am not devotee i will act in another way so the same energy can act in different ways for our analysis for our understanding the energy is divided into these three ways like antaranga shakti bahiranga shakti tatastha shakti of course we are the tatastha shakti but this but krishna can uh, act uh, make spiritual energy act materially and act material uh, make material energy act spiritually for example um, like even this ipad that i'm using here it's made up of metal i mean made up of metal plastic and all these different different things it's certainly material but the subject matter is helping people get spiritual knowledge how can material thing give spiritual knowledge the mystery has spiritualized it is under yoga maya now now if i watch some stupid movie or something like that then become material so it depends on so it is switched hmm so for us 
we put in buckets we put in boxes okay this is maya this is yoga maya but for krishna everything is interchangeable like like even his senses are interchangeable he can see with his legs he can eat with his eyes angani as sakalendra vrittimante and his energies are also like that he can make one energy act in another way one energy act in another way so yoga maya and you know durga devi of course if you put it in the boxes yeah it is two different things yoga maya is a spiritual energy durga devi is a mahamaya material energy but krishna can make intermix interchange anything for him there is no such in fact even for a pure devotee he does not see any suffering vishwam purna sukhayate he is happy he sees the whole world is you know um, a happy place because he is just krishna conscious it doesn't matter whether he is in the material world or spiritual world even and in fact there is no material world for the pure devotee material world does not exist for a pure devotee because he seeing he sees everything spiritual everything is a product that should be used in the service of the lord and that's why that's exactly what spiritual world is in the spiritual world everything is used in the service of the lord and if he does the same thing in the material world there's nothing actually changed at all for him so even a pure devotee sees that there's no material world everything is yoga maya no mahamaya because mahamaya means dukhalaya mashashvatam but vishwam purna sukhayate the devotee is purna a sukha only can be had by the mercy of yoga maya not mahamaya that is maya sukha that is actually suffering bahu dukha dukham but uh, he is actually happy that means he is actually under yoga maya although he is in the seemingly in the material world so this way this way you have to understand all right now dhiradas Yes, Prabhu, preaching is already very much diluted. Many senior disciples of Sri Prabhupada are now advocating business yoga. Yeah, I have seen that. I have seen that. As devotees are also taking it as a normal thing, 25 lakh youths will be participating in it. Wow. See, they may have the numbers. In opulence, in number-wise, they may look really, really good. Ekaschandra tamohanti nachatara sahasrasaha. one moon and there are millions and trillions of stars in the sky now in numbers yeah the stars far outnumber the moon but in the usefulness they have zero next to zero use in dissipating darkness the moon is the one which dissipates one moon so prabhupad wanted that one moon rather than many stars we don't want numbers jana that's not what we want if everything everybody can become proper devotees millions of them well and good what is the use of diluting and then you know if milk is 1 liter sorry if milk is 1 liter and then you you mix 10 liters of water and then now you say 11 liters of milk is here uh, yeah it may look some white or something but you know it doesn't have the nutrients of milk so we need to have the pure thing purity is the force prabhupada said force means not increasing numbers preaching uncompromisingly is the proof of force purity hmm. it does not mean that we will not have numbers we will have but we should not go after the numbers the metrics and lose the quality in the meantime hmm. we should not chase the metrics we should chase the quality and if metrics come along that's good that's good for everybody but if we chase metrics and if we compromise on the philosophy to just gain more metrics 
that's just like a balloon waiting to pop a balloon increases in big size but it has no value you know wait you know you push it it will be gone you prick it it will be gone it will be just like nothing so expanding like a balloon is useless solid expand like a solid you break you punch and you kick and you, you smash with a hammer it should not break that's how we should expand hmm like you know that bowling ball uh hard you try to beat it your hand will break but that ball will not break uh that's how we should become big solid inside out not simply some uh edifice just like some facade of big bigness but inside is a hollow balloon bubble even worse balloon at least will last a little bubble just without doing anything it will burst uh, we don't want to be a bubble we want to be a rock solid movement yeah proper said boiling keep boiling the milk to make it thick and tasty you need to boil the milk not dilute the milk by adding some more water all right that was far longer than i anticipated thank you very much we'll meet again on friday tatvadarshan show thank you very much bhagavad gita ki jai shila prabhupada ki jai anandagodi vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur primanande hari hari bol hare krishna